In a world of upgrades and expensive status symbols, I find myself going through the grain in so many ways. I'm not really one to spend money on expensive items and would rather see my savings grow. So today we're going to talk about five items that frugal people don't upgrade and why you might want to skip the upgrade too. Hey there, and welcome to the Marshmallows and Money Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Zachariah. I'm a wife and mom of two, a personal finance educator, and a debt-free money-saving ninja. I'm here to help you navigate this world of money so you can afford the life you want. So I'm breaking down dense money topics and translating them into easy-to-digest action steps so you can easily implement them into your life right after every episode. Grab a coffee or beverage, and let's chat about money. I have gotten the name cheapskate a lot, even though I don't see myself as a cheapskate. I'm here to tell you there's an absolute difference between being cheap and being frugal. And yes, I consider myself frugal. I'd rather spend my hard-earned money on things I feel that are worth it. Outings and vacations with my family, enrichment classes for my kids, investing in the future. Those are things that add value to my life and make me feel joy and stability, and peace of mind. You know what I refuse to spend money on? Something that looks great, but functions the same as my non-upgraded version. Let's talk about some of these items here. Number one, my car. My car is a 2009 Nissan Rogue. I purchased it from the dealership, I financed it, paid it off early, and have had it and maintained it well for a little over 13 years. I'm the first and sole owner of this car, and I'm so proud of the fact that I don't have a car payment. Also, my car is well-maintained. I wash it. I keep it clean. It runs perfectly. It has lots of room, and I really have no complaints. Most rich people are not the ones driving the fancy cars. Yes, you'll find a small percentage that do, but most of them drive economical, reliable cars and they drive them for years and years, often many decades. And while I'm not saying that you have to drive an old, beat-up car forever, what I am saying is that sometimes an upgrade isn't giving you as much value or joy as you think. Sure, a new car smell is amazing. Having a shiny, brand-new car can bring anyone joy for a little while. But the amount that you're saving and not having to constantly upgrade your car is huge. And that amount is such a large opportunity cost if you were to invest it rather than to put it into a depreciating asset like a car. Let's go on to number two, my fridge. If you ever visit me, you'll notice I have an upgraded kitchen, lots of luxury upgrades throughout the house, and a really old style top and bottom fridge. In fact... I had a white top and bottom fridge that looked like apartment grade for about 15 years before I had to get a new one. And the only reason I got a new one was because it completely went out on me. And when I purchased the new one, all I did was replace it with an exact replica in a different color. That's it. I still got the same refrigerator. Don't get me wrong. 
I love walking through the different appliance stores and opening all of those state-of-the-art, top-of-the-line fridges and imagining all of the groceries that I could fit in there, especially now with all of those amazing containers and drawers that you see on TikTok and Pinterest. It's like a grocery store. However, my truth is I'm really not okay with dropping $3,000 on a fridge, especially when my fridge is perfectly functional and it serves me well. I know how to organize it well because I've been used to it for the last 15 years. I also know that it serves me well because I have a standalone freezer that does the job of great food storage. So I personally don't have to upgrade my fridge to something too expensive. If I am going to upgrade, the number one question I ask myself is this. Is the new upgrade going to serve me better than what I currently have? If so... I'm going to consider it and maybe save up for it. If not, what's the need for me to upgrade? Number three, my cell phone. Listen, I just upgraded my cell phone a couple of years ago only because my iPhone SE, we're talking about 2019 here, (laughs) I had an iPhone SE that started to completely turn off. And because I use social media for a lot of my business, I need to have a functioning cell phone. But I did not upgrade until I absolutely had to. I had that iPhone SE for over five years. And once it stopped working, I didn't go to the latest and greatest upgrade. I looked for a decent two or three year old model and I ended up getting an iPhone 8. It serves the purpose. It gives me what I need. And it wasn't as expensive as the latest model. I spent about $500 and got the iPhone 8 and I'm so happy with it. I've now had it for about two, two and a half years, and I'm not planning on upgrading it until that one doesn't work anymore. For me, phone prices have gotten so out of hand, I just can't justify paying over $1,000 for some of these models. I feel like that's a little crazy. I could use that money to invest to save and buy a property. There is so much I can do with that that can help me grow my wealth. And when I'm able to grow my assets with that money, I could buy the things that actually provide joy, like going on a really cool vacation that hits my bucket list or taking my kids to an adventure that we can remember for the rest of our lives. That to me brings much more joy than a cell phone I'm gonna stick in my purse. Number four. Most of my wardrobe. Believe it or not, I don't buy a lot of clothes. I say most of my wardrobe because there are some things that I do feel are worth the money, like good quality shoes and coats. For those, I will spend top dollar, not because of a specific name brand, but because of the quality. When I'm shopping, I always look for the quality and the longevity of the product that I'm going to buy. How long is this going to last me? What function does it serve? And is it going to make me feel comfortable? I used to buy a ton of shoes back in the day. My closet was filled with shoes. However, I used to buy shoes when they were on sale or I would buy shoes when I found a screaming deal. And that was a lot because as an impulse spender, I always found a sale somewhere. And when I bought these shoes, a lot of them were uncomfortable. A few years back, I went through every single one of my shoes, tried them on, walked around the house. If even for a second, I felt a pinch on my feet 
or if I felt any type of discomfort, I put it in the donation pile. I no longer want to buy something that is not going to make me feel my absolute best because appearance is not as important as comfort to me. So now I choose to buy things that are good quality, look good, but also feel good. And I know they're going to last me much longer. And I tend to go for more of the classic styles so they can last for many, many years without me feeling like I'm off trend. For the most part, because I buy a lot of the good quality pieces, I don't buy a lot of clothes. I don't go shopping a lot because I'm more than content with my closet being half empty and me knowing that everything in my closet is one of my favorite things to wear. When I walk outside of the house with an outfit, I feel good. I feel confident. I no longer wear something that I'm like so-so about. So now every single year, at least once or twice a year, I will go through my closet, try everything on and look at it in the mirror and ask myself this question. If I saw this in a store right now, would I repurchase this? If the answer is no, it goes in the donation pile. If the answer is yes, it goes right back into the closet. That's how I determine what I keep and what I donate. And it's also how I determine what I buy. When I go into a store and I look at a beautiful shirt and I try it on, I would say if this was double the price, would I purchase it? And if the answer is no, then I don't buy. Because if it isn't so good, that I would be willing to pay double the price for it, then it may not be worth the price I'm going to pay for it now. And I could be wrong. This is just the way that I think about it. But it helps me determine if this is something that really is a buy or if it's just something I'm trying to buy because it happens to be a decent price. That makes a big difference for me. And it ends up saving me a ton of money by having this thought process as I go shopping. Number five, my watch. Believe it or not, as I'm uttering these words, I have had my watch for almost 19 years. I am so proud to say that. The watch that I wear is from Guest Collection. My older brother gifted it to me for Christmas back in 2002. It still looks great and works well. I literally only have to replace the battery every several years. And it's a classic style, which is perfect for me because I love classics. It never goes off trend. And I still love it just as much as the first day I put it on. I still get compliments to this day about this watch. And I don't think I'll ever have to go purchase another watch. Ironically, my husband is a huge watch buyer. He loves having a collection of watches to choose from. And I understand Some people like watches, just like some people, hint me, like shoes, and that's okay. As long as you can save for it and you upgrade based on the things that bring you joy and serve you well, there really isn't an issue. The issue lies if you are just buying and upgrading because society is telling you to versus something that you actually think you need or want. And let me tell you something, ever since we started to adopt more of a frugal lifestyle, He doesn't shop for watches as much as he used to. He actually now looks for more of the quality watches versus just buying another watch because it happens to be in a style he doesn't have. Changing or shifting your mindset even just a little is going to make a huge difference in the behavior that you have and the way that you spend your money on all kinds of material things. 
I'm really happy to share all of this with you, but I want to make something super clear. This is not to guilt you or make you feel bad if you do like to upgrade your car or if you do like to get a lot of clothes or watches or that really state-of-the-art refrigerator. This is just to give you some motivation and give you some more perspective on why I don't purchase these things. By this episode, I hope that it just encourages you if you've been on the fence about frugal living and wanted some more information that maybe this would give you a little bit more insight and perspective on what frugal people do because I consider myself frugal and I have to say my life has been completely enhanced by it and I feel like I have way more joy, contentment, and gratitude because of it. So if you've ever been on the fence about frugal living and want to get started and you're not sure how, go to ginazachariah.com slash resources for many, many resources that can help you along your journey. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you leave a review, I'll love you forever. Remember, today is yours. So make it count. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now. Thank you.